0: This episode of the Global Franchise Podcast is brought to you by Unleashed Brands, the world's first youth enrichment franchise platform helping kids learn, play, and grow. For more information about the platform and franchise opportunities under Unleashed, head over to UnleashedBrands.com. Welcome to the Global Franchise Podcast, bringing you timely conversations with the industry's most accomplished leaders. I'm Victoria Jordanova, staff writer for Global Franchise Magazine.
1: You know, we have our fun- foundation, you know, uh, cultural elements to the brand, but they bring and they challenge us all the time. And I think this, this uh, continued challenge you know, produces an amazing uh, effect in the vibe of the brand in marketing, um, uh, our new designs, our layout, it keeps us fresh. And, And that's the key point, is to continue to challenge yourself. And that's what the franchisees have brought us.
0: The pizza industry is one of franchising's most recognizable, with international brands like Domino's, Pizza Hut and Little Caesars cornering a significant share of the market. There are countless brands vying for their share of the pie. And one such frontrunner is California Pizza Kitchen, the West Coast competitor that's been serving up since the mid-80s. With a healthy network of nearly 200 locations around the world, CPK launched its American franchise opportunity in December 2021. But how do you launch an opportunity in one of the most hotly contested countries for food brands in the world? To find out, we caught up with Giorgio Minardi, Executive Vice President of Global Development. Giorgio has been with CPK since 2019 and has a storied career before then having worked with titans of franchising such as McDonald's and Burger King. Join us as we pick Giorgio's brain to learn more about CPK's ambitious development plans.
1: Basically when I started uh, as you know we we got hit everybody in the industry got hit by the pandemic so uh, as an organization we Uh, really focused on making sure that uh, the company stayed strong uh, and that we could could continue our business uh, and our partnership with all our franchisees. So it's been three years that we've been working around making sure that CPK, uh, you know, when the pandemic would end, would be, you know, in a great position to continue to grow and continue to be successful. That's what we've been doing actually in the past, uh, you know, two or three years. We've also been Uh, very active in many areas, but uh, the most important thing was to start the year this year with a very active uh, approach to the business.
0: CPK has actually been operating for several decades, but why did you decide to start franchising domestically only uh, last year?
1: The company was, you know, it's a pretty unique brand um, and the the two, um, you know, Owners of the company, the inventors of the company really only believed in growing the brand uh, company wise. So most of the restaurants and more than 150 of them now are still company owned, which is very different than other models of other brands. And their, their vision was to make sure that first they would build a foundation of the brand and make sure that, the, that there was a, a strong connection with some loyal consumers, um, which started off in California and then started to basically expand. Um, and they believed in that all the way through. And then uh, basically it was uh, three years ago, four years ago when the, the new leadership came in, which is Jim Hyatt and myself. Uh, we, we come from a very historical franchising um, um, approach of the business. And so uh, we found the opportunity now to be able to you know diversify a bit and continue to focusing on certain areas of the country, meaning California and Hawaii. But then now, searching for new partners that will allow us throughout the, the, the U.S. and North America to continue to grow. And uh, I think our expertise is in that area, and we believe that the brand now is at the right time to make that change, uh, which will allow us to go into areas and territories of the country that probably we would never be able to reach uh, by just managing and running it from, from uh, Los Angeles.
0: I think it's pretty impressive that you have more than 200 locations across the globe. So what are kind of uh, the lessons you learned uh, in your international development efforts and that you have successfully utilized in your domestic franchising strategy?
1: Yes, we have uh, we've now have more than 15 franchisees. Um, seven of them are in North America and eight of them are internationally. And, uh, you know, we have our fun- foundation, you know, uh, cultural elements to the brand, but they bring and they challenge us all the time. And I think this this uh, continued challenge in, produces an amazing uh, effect in the vibe of the brand, in marketing, um, uh, our new designs, our layout. It keeps us fresh. And uh, and that's the key point is to continue to challenge yourself. And that's what the franchisees have brought us. Uh, we just go back to the opening we've just had recently we've had two openings uh, one last month in canada and just last week in chile uh you can see how the new franchisees that all come from their own different background have uh, challenged us and together i think we came up with some very new concepts uh in terms of menu in terms of marketing in terms of design and that keeps the brand uh you know always at the edge and i think that's the the, the, the most important part uh, as we go forward and making sure that when you have to definitely have very good partners and we always cho- choose and be very cautious in making sure that our partners are the right fit for us. And so Canada was a fantastic example of uh, how we managed to um, ignite the brand even further.
0: Yes, uh, picking up on what you just said, you have recently brought the CPK concept to Canada. And for many U.S. brands, the expansion to Canada is kind of like a natural move, given the uh, economic and cultural similarities shared across the border. So what would you say has been uh, the response for CPK after you made your way to Canada?
1: Well, it's been overwhelming. I must say we, we've been planning to go into Canada. It's taken two years because uh there's so many elements that you have to uh go into and you have to anal- analyze the, the marketplaces. And we went into Edmonton and Alberta because uh, first of all the partner that we chose that we were that's the most important part. We and we believe that he had the right expertise and had the same culture that we had. And with a lot of research we did, we decided uh, to not go the normal uh, way that we'd normally enter, meaning uh, shopping malls or maybe an airport. So normally those are the entry ways that we uh, go into a market. We actually built um, a standalone flagship store on its own. Actually, our franchisee built it. And that way we could really model the brand and uh, and the restaurant the way we liked it. And that was uh, a very important element because now that sets the trend. Uh, as we look into going into other uh, cities and markets in in, in Canada.
0: But, you know, Canada is often uh, a US franchisor's first step on the road to international expansion. So what are kind of the main points to consider when taking your brand to Canada?
1: We looked at all the elements that we normally do in the United States. Uh, The the primary part, as I said, was the franchisor. He had to have the right resources. He had to have the right... uh, culture and the right fit for us that was the most important part we had to train him uh, we've employed more than 100 people now just in that restaurant so we had to make sure we trained those uh, um, managers and, and teams and then we had to support him and we actually sent uh, more than 12 trainees from los angeles uh there for the for the opening so we just met needed to make sure that uh, the expectations that we had built on on canada was um uh, was achieved. And I think that was the most important part. But uh, again, uh, Canada is an important market for us, but it, 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 is, it, it was more important to start with the right foot.
0: Actually, it's not just uh, North America. You've uh, recently also re-entered India. So would you say there are any geographic priorities when it comes to franchising across the globe, or every country is possible a possible next step from now on?
1: yeah india was actually a great opportunity because we had clo- we had two restaurants in two malls and then the, the leases expired so we unfortunately did not have any more restaurants and any more presence there but then the previous franchisee that uh, that historically opened up uh, in mumbai uh, asked you know approached us again and we felt that was a great opportunity to uh, uh, open up it was kind of like a reunion again with the franchisee that has been there for, so, for with us for so many years and we've been in India for a long time, so we have a lot of loyal customers there. And so that was a, a unique opportunity that took us a little bit away, our focus in opening up in India. But, uh, but we do have a priority, of course. North America is our priority number one. Uh, when we say priority, it's, it means, uh, uh, you know, now standalone uh, airports are normally very important for us and in shopping centers. Uh, and North America is that. But then we also have company restaurants, which we will be opening up our own company restaurants. And we've kept the market, California, Hawaii, as our focus for opening up company restaurants. And that'll allow us now to find partners in other area territories as we will. Uh, We have uh, more than, uh, we'll bring on board at least three or four international front new franchisees this year, which will allow us uh, to increase our development and our growth.
0: CPK is uh, constantly expanding, but the pizza market is so incredibly crowded and it's only getting more saturated by the day. So how is CPK trying to stay attractive for potential franchisees?
1: So CPK is uh, not what we would normally consider ourselves as a a pizza restaurant. We are uh, much more than that. Um, And our customers know that we offer a tremendous uh, uh, menu. And the most important part of our brand that has, you know, allowed us to stay so ahead uh, and and so vibrant in the years is the freshness and the cooking of our products in our in our restaurants. Um, most brands are, you know, casual dining brands are assemblers, so they assemble products and they bring out the food. We actually cook everything from scratch every morning. Um, and that makes it quite unique. It makes it definitely more healthy, um, and fresh, and it's always been one of the staple, you know, main drivers of the brand is is the quality of our menu. Um, so, not we, we obviously we sell amazing pizzas. Don't get me wrong, but overall, it's the whole experience that the brand offers when we go into markets or we into new cities that norm- normally drives quite a lot of excitement. Our, our volumes of a restaurant are, in, are very very big. And therefore, um, we managed to, you know, really satisfy a lot of the customers, and uh, and that's where I think at the end um, uh, we've seen CPK doing so well. And an interesting point, maybe to say, is that we never really did a lot of delivery before the the pandemic, and now we actually are offering also a lot of delivery. So our brand is, uh, you know, again thanks to franchisees um uh, they they also helped us in that direction because they were doing it before than us, and uh, now our brand is uh, is pretty vibrant also in that end. so pizzas are great, but I think cpk is um is much more than just pizza
0: and what you mentioned about the the deliveries when it comes to the impact of covid nineteen uh what is kind of the positive influence after this worldwide pandemic when it comes to c p k and its development?
1: I think it brought the system closer together. Um, we communicated a lot more with our franchisees and a lot more with our restaurants, our company restaurants. Uh, we built a tremendous uh, trust uh, in ourselves and uh, and it allowed us to uh, it forced us to work a lot harder in a much more difficult environment. Uh, but uh, as we're seeing now that we are coming out of it and we've came out of it last year, uh, we're very happy this year we' will open more than eight to ten restaurants which would be, will be our record for us in terms of opening in one year. And uh, we'll be in three new countries. So we're very, very excited. And I think most of that came from the fact that we, were, uh, we stayed very united and, and, and we teamed up a lot together in order to improve ourselves even further than we would probably do in, in, in normal circumstances.
0: Yeah, definitely. As you said, I think staying united is is the key. But you've occupied so many executive roles in a number of international brands. So, what would you say is the key to making all those franchisees across the globe feel like they're part of a team and not just distant individuals?
1: Well, thank you for that. I haven't been in that many; only only five. But uh, but again, my experience in being in franchising. Um, and being you know uh, fortunate to work with such great brands, uh, being united is key. and our system has been incredible on that. We continue to do uh, color we do culinary um, uh, training courses with all our chefs. We have more than uh, three to four hundred chefs all around the world that unite and they uh, come up with the best uh, menus, best products, best concepts. Um and then we just with our franchisees with our operation directors we are constantly in contact with them uh, all the time and then now we actually are m- being able to tr- visit again and try and travel in the countries and that's normally where um we really manage to uh, again uh, get even closer and then we have our convention we have our yearly convention we had it in april and it was great to, to reunite everybody together and um the spirit is very important and right now it's uh it's great to see how franchising has been driving a, a lot of our uh, innovation. And uh, and at the same time, uh, we are allowing to support them with our core items. You know, the Another part of the element is uh, we demand that 70% of our core menu and our core heritage is uh, uh, executed right. But we allow some freedom of the franchisees. So that they normally can introduce their own products at least 30% and even their designs and that normally is a great uniqueness uh, to the brand which we give that freedom within a framework and i think that's been very important for us when we when we connect
0: I definitely think that giving uh, franchises that freedom really pays off at the end. But this kind of brings me to uh, my last question. Uh, what do you think is the number one issue facing the food and, indus- uh, the food and beverage industry? And how can franchisors overcome this?
1: Um, I think that it's always been this way, and I think now it's going to be even, even more, uh, is that the brands and companies that innovate, invest, and um, and train or ones that are always going to come up, uh, you know, at the top, uh, ones that it just follows or try to mitigate normally have a very difficult time. We live in a very competitive environment and uh, so having the right teams, talents and and, and investing in, in, in innovation is always, uh, the, will always pay off and that's something that in CPK we've, we've done for many, many years from our founders all the way now to Jemayat, and the leadership team, we continue with our franchisees to continue to, uh, to push ourselves to, to get to better objectives and to make sure that we stay close to touch with our, with our customers.
0: Thank you very much for this, Giorgio. And uh, thank you very much for coming to our podcast. And we look forward to what's next for CPK.
1: Thank you very much.
0: If there was one lesson from the many that Giorgio shared, it's that franchisees which innovate will always rise to the top. The signature look, feel and taste of CPK are the secret ingredients that have guaranteed the brand's success in an incredibly saturated market. It was extremely interesting to hear how CPK is coming out of the pandemic more resilient than ever, having built even stronger relationships with its franchisees. Drawing on Giorgio's experience in franchising, Staying United has always paid its dividends, but we we'll would be keen to hear your thoughts on this. What do you think is the recipe for building a unique pizza brand and innovating the industry? Make sure to let us know. If you like the podcast,
1: subscribe and recommend it to your friends and colleagues. Or even better, leave a review or a simple rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your pods. To keep up to date with franchise news and have it put into context by the global franchise experts, subscribe to the magazine, hit us up at globalfranchisemagazine.com and follow us on Twitter, Facebook and LinkedIn today.